This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Then question time... Today, as the main body of the sounding board uh, is coming to you from the Wembley Hotel here in uh, Wembley. It's a beautiful establishment. There's a, a number of people here. Actually, what, what are we estimating this crowd at being? Six, seven hundred, I reckon. Oh, let's go to. with 200. <laughs> There's the old media beat-up man coming out in you. But <laughs> So we're going to take some questions from the floor. Uh, ben. Welcome and far away. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. This is actually on behalf of my brother. He is the breakfast radio host down in Esperance. Okay. Um, and he loves, loves the podcast, but he wanted to get an insight from you guys as to how he can trans- transition from that regional channel to the metro market, how he can get a job. Maybe he can give his CV to well, you, he, He's your man. He's uh, made his career on uh, well, suburb. Uh, I'm sure the program director at Triple M Esperance will be happy to hear that, that he's uh, <laughs> pitching for another job for his brother on a podcast. <laughs> so uh, I suggest that's a meeting tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock saying, listen, mate, if you don't want to be here, look, just come and see me about it. And we'll talk or about he, can it. Stick with the, <laughs> he can stick with the strength at Triple M. It's a... It's a Better organisation than yours, Hutchie. We're investing in our business here in SENWA. We've got the 657 AM channel here in Perth where you can hear breakfast now and drive every day. And we've got the SENWA channel and we'd be happy to talk to him. Oh, good. And hiring in Bunbury as well. So there you go, just ben. get him to drop me an email. The email address is on the social avatar <laughs> of the Twitter feed and away we go. And uh, good, luck in that, good luck in that uh, <laughs> workplace review that will go on tomorrow. Thanks, Ben. Great station, Triple M Esperance, by the way. You can hear our Andrew. AFL Nation on there yeah. once a week. And we'll go to our next question here. Who are we talking to here? Another Ben. A question for the Triple M man, desperately hoping not to go to the Bulldogs on Sunday morning. <laughs> no, well, actually, that would be just as good a story. The 2016 Premiership was Dennis's last AFL TV call. He said yeah. during the week that this is going to be his last radio call on Triple M. Is that a good omen for the Bulldogs? Will it be Dennis's last call, though? Really? I've heard it before. <laughs> I hope it's not. I actually hope it's not. And I know he did say that during the week. And I know that... Stadium holds its collective breath. And they roar out west. What was the line he yeah. said with Tom, Bo- Tom Boyd's goal? It, yeah, what, what an influential... Oh, what, what a figure he's talk been. Talk about icons. I mean, talk about Rex Hunt a moment ago. Um, oh, I mean, one of the things... Dennis is in that conversation. In fact, he's arguably... Equal you don't often see big stars... And Dennis is a big star. He's been unbelievable nationally and for this state. But you don't often see... You need a degree of hubris to become a big star in media. And he has got... He's so um, self-effacing and um, humble, isn't he, Damo? Oh, absolutely. And um, again, speaking of people who are... are uh, Mindful of people coming through the ranks, um, I think Dennis has helped dozens of people do what he's done himself um, and and helped them along the way. No doubt about that. Yeah. And Ben, by the way, who just asked that question, was the guy that emailed in and suggested Jane do the voice for the sounding board. So there you go. Oh, really? Great idea. <laughs> Adam's next up. Uh, yeah, thanks for joining us, mate. Yeah, so Alistair Clarkson was on 360 the other day. Yep. Um, he was talking a lot about Tasmanian footy. Yep. Um, this time next year, where do you reckon he'll be? Either Gold Coast Suns or building a Tasmanian club? I, I see it being the former, the Gold Coast Suns. Um, and again, if we can take him at his word, and I say that because he, he's made a few public comments this year that, that haven't held weight for more than 48 hours. But it's now twice he's gone really strongly publicly that he won't be coaching at all next year. So I, I think we can now nearly take that at face value. But... Yeah, the the opening up of the Gold Coast situation. Stuart Jew will coach them in 2022, but that will be his fifth year. The four years he's had have not worked. What does he need to do to hang on, Stuart Jew? 
uh, make finals. As a, as Where a, would he need to finish? Uh, eighth at the very least. I, I, and, and I say that, Hutchie, because they haven't made the finals in their existence in the AFL since 2011. Yep. The, the other aspect of the Alistair Clarkson question too, it's the legacy piece that Lee Matthews got when he went to the Brisbane Bears as, a, as it was back at the late 1998 for the first round of 1999. So he then won the flags there. Alistair Clarkson's done it at one club. To, to do it at a second club gives him that legacy piece and particularly at an AFL outpost. That would be the whole pitch. Hubris. Yeah. Yep. Pitch it emotively on the challenge and ego. And, and that, that team, believe it or not, would be closer to a premiership than a whatever the new Tasmanian yep. club looks like. And, and that's not going to happen there's quickly a, anyway. There's a few coaches aren't signed, right? Ken Hinckley, Chris Scott, yep. the 23. Yes and yes. Yep. Gets interesting. It does. How are you, mate? G'day, mate. What's uh, your name? Declan's up. Yeah, hey. uh, Damo. Yes, uh, Big Triple M fan. Uh, listen to Rush Hour like, every day. So. Much better than SEN. Sorry to hear that. Much better than SEN. Um, <laughs> Billy Brownless went with a, like a story that you may have had a bit of trouble with uh, someone at the Brownlow and Jack Vidge uh, yeah, yeah, saved yeah. you. Yep. I'm not yep. sure if Hutchie knows that question. Maybe Hutchie wants to ask you that question and find oh, out what keep, happened. Keep going. You're on a bit of a winner here. No, no, no. I've, um, unusually, Hutchie, every single person bar one in Perth has been very, very nice when I've uh, had reason to speak to them, um, except for this one person at the Brownlow Medal who had had a few of something, had had a bit of something, and, uh, yeah, decided to come and tell me that he didn't like me. Um, who was that? No, I, don't, I actually don't know who it was. It was a person I didn't know. Oh, it's an um, unnamed suspect. Yeah. But at the Brownlow, I gave you a piece he, of his mind. He had, a, he had a curly hair, sort of, yeah, mullet type of care, and, and he, he, was, he wasn't happy with me. Were he wasn't any, happy. Are there any, like, did the, any sketch yeah. artists of the <laughs> said assailant? Or? It was a, sort of a... Perm, like the, a almost perm. the Ross Glen Denning sort of look of, of way Perth. back. So, um, but he wasn't happy with me, Hutchie. And, but that was fine until he looked over to the person I was talking to, who he hadn't realised at the time was Ross Glen Jakovic. And I think once he saw him yeah. and Glen moving just ever so closer to see what was going on, he then scurried, Hutchie. So I, I might have been grateful for being speaking to uh, Jakovic. I would have thought you get a tongue lashing every event from someone. No, not not in Perth. No. I like Perth. <laughs> You'll get to know him. They'll, they'll, don't worry, there'll be some ups and downs. <laughs> um, we've got a Docker supporter up next. Yep. Uh, who, who are you, mate? Um, Alex. Alex, how are you, mate? Hey, Alex. Yep. What's your opinion on the position of the pre-finals buy? Do you think it could permanently move between the prelim and grand final just to really help build up the week like it has? Look, I, I, I absolutely and totally understand why they did it this year because of the the, the need to get clubs and teams and, and operations into Perth um, in the lead-up to a grand final. And as we've seen, the Bulldogs, is it only today or yesterday, have come out of quarantine. So that, that would have been an unfair build-up. So I totally understand this year's reasoning, but I, I can't ever see it happening again. And I wouldn't be totally surprised if they remove the buy as it's been since 2016 that being after round 23 and before the first week of finals I think there's a push back to, to not worrying about too much how, how the teams look in that final round when they've already secured a spot which was the ultimate cause and reason for them introducing it when Ross Lyon uh, I think he dropped 13 didn't he one week and I think uh, Brad Scott did something yep. similar the year after with North Melbourne with a, a 9 or 10 change round 23 team so that's my latest take on that but that, that could change I don't yeah. think it works in Melbourne I'd play straight through but I do think it could work if the grand final ever were outside of Melbourne I think, again, yeah, I yeah. think a two week break yep. 
if it's somewhere and, else, is a nice build-up. And particularly if we've got a, a form of still dealing with COVID-19 next year, and we will. It's we just will. a matter of how it looks. Yeah, and, we're going to have it. Yeah. It's going to be a run. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's just a matter of how it looks and what impact it will have. Uh, Daniel's up next. Hey, Daniel. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, question for Hutchie. Nothing quite so serious. I was just wondering why Pickers didn't get a gig <laughs> over at WA. Well, I, I don't think, of all the thousands of people that were considered, I don't think he even made the uh, possibles list, uh, Pickers. So uh, he, it takes, he doesn't move. He's got a pub, not dissimilar to this, near his house. In uh, This is Liam Pickering we're talking about, who I do a, a show with called Off the Bench, which you can again hear, hear on the SEN WA app or through 657am. He doesn't go far from his local pub, which is the College Lawn. He's like the bar fly at the College Lawn. He puts his tips in. He has three thimbles, like, you know, like the... the uh, Old blokes do. He has a thimble, like the five ounce. A little thimble, yeah. A little, five a little, little pony. Yeah. Yes. A little pony. <laughs> he, lo- he loves his local. Does, and, anyone, uh, does anyone have ponies? Perth's a long way for, for pickers. <laughs> or picks. Hey, Matt. Matt. Uh, another one for Hutchie. Years ago, I played footy down at Two Blues in Melbourne. Yep. Who was the better footy player, yourself or Sam Pang? <laughs> did you well, play for Paran, Hutchie? I did. did oh, how I how many it. games did Sam Pang play for the Paran Two Blues? You were just both, both big names. I think he played actually in the, in the seconds or the first. I played in the clubbies, as we call it. In the, <laughs> and uh, I was hopeless. But uh, the by the way, the EJ Witten uh, 25-year anniversary is on television tonight. For those interested, there's a countdown 25 to one of the greatest moments. <laughs> uh, I don't know where uh, any of those moments will finish. But if they go on YouTube downloads, so <laughs> we'll be in the conversation. Does anyone know or not know what Hutchie's talking about there? With the goal that he famously just Google, kicked. Just Google greatest goal in AFL history and it'll be the first thing and, that comes up in your feed. And, and this this is <laughs> a true story too. One of the, the uh, trips that we missed, Hutchie, don't we, to New York. I once saw Craig in a bar, and I can say this because you had no reason not to, talking to a woman, showing her that YouTube clip. And, and you didn't know I was in the room at the time. It's not true. And it was right. okay for you to talk it's to a urban, woman at the time because you were single. It's an urban but myth. But you, you, Hutchie, I caught you red-handed. It's you didn't know I was myth. in the bar. So. There was a group of people. Uh, word had got around the, 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 that there was a... From the, you. The, two million YouTube hits. <laughs> Is it up to two million? Greatest goal in history. Yeah. I think you, Ronaldo comes up second, I think, when you Google greatest goals ever. <laughs> And, uh, and I just know if you've done that at least once that I've seen with my own eyes, you would have done it a dozen times in that same trip. Uh, who's up next? Andrew's up next. How G'day, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Hutchie Damo. Welcome to Perth. Thanks, thanks for having us. Uh, my question is, if Tasmania get their 19th AFL licence, where does the 20th licence go? Northern Territory slash Northern Queensland for me. I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's a great, it's a great question, by the way. You don't necessarily need to even it up. Like, we've seen the, the yeah. draw get out of kilter now and you're yeah. getting staggered buys and all that sort of thing. So I wouldn't stress too We don't need to even it up, but do we need 19 teams? I would argue no, Hutchie. I think 20 would be great. And then you could do two conferences of 10. If you this could not play everyone happen. in your conference twice and everyone in the other conference you, once. You and your conference Makes it a 28-game season. You can play shorter breaks, shorter length of games, no pre-season games, more content. Drive the broadcast deal. It's a no-brainer. Tassie deserve a team. It's unthinkable they don't have one. And the Northern Territory, I think, would be a fantastic way. 10% of our players are Indigenous players in the competition. They give us so much joy. I'd love to see that being a pathway more deeply for Indigenous footy. I I know the way you think. So you've recently launched operations in Tassie. That's now why you're endorsing Tasmania AFL licence. And you're clearly about to launch into Northern Territory because you're saying they should be the 20th licence. Am I right? Would that be what's happening? Coincidence. (laughs) Of course it is. 
Jack. G'day, uh, G'day, Jack. One for you, Hutchie. Um, has the sounding board thought about merchandise? I think it would go quite <laughs> well here today. And uh, one for you, Damo. What do you? What's your program for tonight and the rest of the week? Tonight, I'll be leaving here to uh, to go back um, and and do uh, an interview, which I won't say just yet because I haven't yet got it in the, in the absolute can. I'll be doing something else on a podcast. Um, rest of the week, uh, there's the lunch on Friday. A lot of recordings. Um, Damo's got his own range of T-shirts coming out, by the way. That's what, a good question. What I want to get the, back to, uh, you, you've missed a, a, an opportunity here too, Hutchie. There would have been a merchandising opportunity here for you, wouldn't there? Look, it, it would have been a good thing to do for charity. No doubt about that, but we missed the moment. Uh, no, Damo's got his own series of T-shirts coming out. The Cynics Association is one of his T-shirts. That'll never work. Another T-shirt he's got coming out. Why? Another one. And then uh, he's got a, also got a range of anti-news limited T-shirts that he'll no, be releasing no, that's, that's not a little true. bit later on in the year. Hello, and now Ben's our, our uh, next question. G'day, Ben. G'day. Uh, Dame, I've got it on good authority that you've been staying with Basil while you're here. We were just wondering about what his hospitality's been like, whether he cooks around the house or did anything he, like that. He, you know what he did? He sent... <laughs> no, hang on. This is not... He uh, sent Damo... Be careful what you're about to say. He sent Damo crayfish and lobster be to his quarantine. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> How up yourself do you need to be, Damo, to ask the mayor to send you I crayfish? I didn't ask him, and, and I'm not confirming that even happened. He sent him I, crayfish and lobster to his I got quarantine. A, I got a per, city of That's Perth embarrassing. There'll be people got, at home who spew up right now to quote Terry Wallace <laughs> at hearing that. Says you who uh, didn't even do quarantine and came through Tassie. No, I did. I quarantined in Tassie. A version of it. Yeah, a version of it. You've got <laughs> Bailey Smith with us. Bailey Smith, everybody. How's it going? Holly. Ollie, sorry. Ollie, <laughs> welcome. Um, yeah, I was just going to ask, and it might be a bit affected by your answer to the last question. Um, Damo, from everything I've heard today, uh, sounds like you're uh, thinking about a move over to Perth <laughs> yeah. and uh, about disregarding Melbourne and actually uh, covering some footy over here. It, it has crossed my mind in the past uh, couple of weeks since I came out of quarantine. So, uh, no, no, I, I ne- never would do that. I've, I've always loved coming here, but I don't, uh, don't know the city anywhere near well enough to do it. And I've... Uh, I've got a 17-year-old and a 15-year-old and a, and a, and a, and a, and a partner wife uh, for 24 years who would not uh, consider leaving Melbourne, even despite what's going on there at the moment. So uh, that's where I'll be. <laughs> One to finish with in the room. Anyone want the honour of the last question? Brendan. The hey, Brendan. Shimboner. Oh, Shimboner. Um, <laughs> just wondering uh, why the great Neil Danaher can't come to the, country, uh, the state when... Uh, Gil McLaughlin can, you know. I mean, yep. is it a health thing for him? I or honestly is don't it know. A, yeah. He might not see another grand final, you yeah. know what I mean? So I, I don't know the specifics, Brendan. Um, yeah, I, had, I actually hadn't thought about it. But, it, I mean, he's as Melbourne as, as there is anyone in the modern era of Melbourne, mm. isn't he? Um, as Should much as Gary Lyon. Yeah. yeah. Look, I haven't, I haven't uh, asked. And look, whether he, he he's saw... Not, he's not well enough to travel. But he's absolutely uh, excited about the weekend. Yep. He can't wait. Uh, everyone's excited for him. Uh, it'll be just a great moment for the Danaher family and for Neil if they yeah. won. I, I think it'd be sensational. Yep. Are you barking for Melbourne as you leave us? Yeah. yeah I think that's the sentiment in Perth, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. And notice the cap on, on Brendan there, Hutchie. There's a, a lot of North Melbourne supporters and, in Perth. And a happy construction <laughs> worker. That's, that's proof we're not in Melbourne right now. That's very true. <laughs> Have a look at that. <laughs> you saved your best line from right at the end, Hutchie. <laughs> You had a crack at it for a few times over the hour. Um, thank you again. Really, really appreciate it. I can't believe how many people have uh, stumbled in here to, uh, to listen to this uh, episode of the... We've got a scorecard to do. Board. So we'll, we? we do have the scorecard to do. So we'll shut down questions uh, for drink-wise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink-wise. 
Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. 